Welcome to another episode of Detroit Dark Drunk Talk. This is Drunk Alex, and I'm drinking right now, and it's it's not New Year's anymore, so I have no excuse. But today on the podcast, we're going to tell you about our top five favorites and uh, least favorite blasters that came out in the past year. So cheers. Let's get to it. <laughs> uh, joining Alex uh, is not drunk Tim. So uh, I'm going to come up with least favorite on the spot. I like how, wasn't it literally idea too? I like how you didn't even introduce yourself. Yeah, he's Tim with an O. Pretty much. <laughs> Timothy. Tomothy. That's Tomothy. Is that Timothy back? Tim- that's, no, that's Timus and you're Tomothy. Okay. So Tim, while you were gone, I did not do any research on blasters. So Gargles told me that the one I cannot stand is called the Pixelator. It doesn't look comfortable. Looks dumb as hell. Uh, rest my case. What else? Um, I don't remember if anything Ultra came out this year, but probably one of those. Uh, yeah, Ultra. Um, let me think. No Roblox line. Roblox, Roblox. Don't like that. Uh, that D&D crossbow. Actually, I think that might be 2020. No, because I saw it on shelves before 2023, so I'm going to say 2022. Yeah, don't like that dragon crossbow. I like most other things in that D and D line. Don't like that crossbow. How many is that? That's that three. 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 Okay. Um. Oh, I don't like that re- that redo of the was it Mark II the pistol that they redid the two point one. Uh, yeah, where they just gave it a mag. I don't like that. It isn't just a mag though. Like it's bigger. Yeah, it's a different blaster. Uh, I don't yeah. like it. Oh, um, what's the one where you need the double-sided mags? The dart zone one. The dictator. Uh, Volkner, dictator. Vol- yeah, that that one isn't. They took a big L on that one. That could have been so good. Are you thinking the one that loads through the butt, or the one that has mags out both sides? The, the one. butt. Okay. Well, yeah. Both dictator. of them suck, but the one I'm talking about is the one that loads through the butt. All right. Uh, it was just it missed opportunity. They could have made it really good, but the fact you have to have double-sided mags kills it for me. Supposedly, you you don't have to. Like, you can feed them in. Like, I, yeah, I know you power. can, but realistically, you do. Yeah. Um, missed opportunity. I think they took an L there. That's the, that's on them. Um, That's five, right? That's your five worst. That's five. That's five bad ones. Five good ones. So I do have these. I, I did write these up beforehand. Um, I did not order them, so I'm going to order them now. Uh, number five, I'll go the Alpha Auto 72. Total, I like straight up did not realize that the Spicer existed until today. Um, I, it, I've so, heard good things about that one. Yeah, I was looking at Blaster Hub's review of it. They said that is really good. For those that don't know, I think it's a full auto 72 dart drum Busby blaster. Is it Busby? No, it's it's, Busby. Is it? Yeah, it's a Busby one. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard that that's real. Like it does, it does really well. I think it gets decent FPS out of the box. So good job there, Busby. Um, now the hard thing is like these next four are like good ones. Um, I'll put number four being the Moto Blitz. Uh, even though it is Elite Two Point Oh, Elite Two Point is a no. Is it even Elite Two Point It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even though Elite 2.0 does suck, uh, I think that the Moto Blitz they did good on. 
the the shotgun is nice. I wish they'd made it a mega master key instead of you know like just a shotgun, but I'll take it. Uh, the shell's fine. It's got plenty of room to mod in it, so pretty good blaster. I don't recall the size of the battery tray. Judging that it's probably just a Raven internally, I'm assuming it's tiny as hell. So fix that, I guess. Uh, number three, the Alien Limited Edition whatever thing. Uh, uh, that one, rifle. yeah, I've heard that it like, has some good mod potential. Looks good. I think that it's one of their more decent cosplay pieces, I guess. Uh, good job. Good job there. Nerf. That's actually, I think, the only Nerf Blaster on my list. Uh, number two, we have the Tomcat. I think the Tomcat is a really good blaster out of the box. Um, wish it was a little less chunky, like slightly. A uh, pretty good blaster all around. And number one is the Nightingale. Uh, as everyone knows, I fucking love the Nightingale. I've switched it to now my primary. I think it's a great blaster, great ergonomic system. They've really just knocked it out of the park with that. It is a good one. That's that's my list. Bye bye. All right. Do you have a favorite community blaster from this year, Tom? Because I think we were doing that as a separate thing. Take See, a guess. I'd consider the Nightingale a community. Yeah, I wouldn't at this point. Worker's too big. Yeah, worker's too big. Take a guess is what my favorite is. Does it go meow? Yes. Yeah, meow. I've literally only had it like a week or two. Uh, and I, I do love it. It's a pretty great blaster. They are good. Yeah, uh, hey. Gargoyle was just saying that he kind of thinks it's worker's first party at this point. I'd have to agree. I think that they've got they've gotten big enough and they supply enough individual blasters not like not even just mod parts just individual blasters that they could be considered first party well and you can also buy their blasters on amazon exactly i I would consider them first party they have reached out they might not be physically on store shelves but you can get them and yeah yeah. i'd consider them first party at this point so yeah i I consider them that yeah i wish it came in more colors but i'll take it that's fair my list is getting reorganized though i can go Go for it. Before I get more drunk. Um, all right. So we'll do same order as Tom did. Worst, best, best community. Um, my worst, my number five worst, the Nerf Hyperfuel 20, the new little tiny pistol came out right before Christmas. Kind of like the yeah, kind of like the Rush 40, uh, except it was just worse in every way. It was not actually much smaller than the Rush 40. It didn't come with hop up, which why you're why aren't you putting hop up into this point? Um, it still has feeding issues and it might actually be worse. Uh, and it really, it's just a general step back in a line that had a little bit of promise, but it's already like the issues needed to get fixed and it's already hated by so much of the community. I think it's already jumped the shark. Yeah, it wouldn't, it, 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 they needed to hit a home run with the next hyper blaster and they just kind of shoveled some crap out. Um, and I think that might have really hurt any potential future for that line. My number four, uh, the Nerf Ultra Speed. Um, now, there's nothing objectively wrong with that blaster if you like Ultra. Like, it has a high rate of fire. Um, it's ergonomic. Is that the one with, like, the angled mag? Yeah, it sticks out of the stock. In the, like, yeah, it comes out of the stock. I almost um, put that on mine, but I do kind of like the look of it. So the reason I put it on mine was specifically one major gripe, which is proprietary mags oh yeah nerf had ultra mags that were cross compatible with any ultra blaster that took a mag 
And then they released this one with mags that didn't work in anything else. And the old mags don't work in it. And that's, and there's no way to buy new mags to my knowledge. So you're stuck with two mags. It's just, it's a crappy thing to put out there. If you're going to do proprietary mags, you need to sell the mags. And for that reason, it's number four on my list. Otherwise, the blaster is fine. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, like the blaster's fine otherwise, but... Yeah, I, that, I think that it has a nice look, but I think you're right. The, prop- yeah. the proprietary mags, they did shoot themselves in the foot yet again. Right. At this point, you know people are going to want more mags. If you don't provide them, it's it's automatically points off. Uh, moving on. Number three. Tom already brought this one up. The Busby Pixelator. It's oh my god, I fucking the, hate it. The trigger is literally like the length of the handle. So you just continue to like jam it as you try to fire it, apparently. Um, and it's just like, yeah, it's just ugly and doesn't work well. And it hurts to hold. So, yeah, moving on. Busby at number two with the Busby Tornado. Um, this is basically the attempt to make a new Rev Reaper. Oh, my God. You, I remember that. I, heard, yeah, I thought I heard that it wasn't half bad. Um, the issue I had with it is, first of all, don't you dare destroy the Rev Reaper's memory or try to step on its toes. Um, it, it has it that, that blaster has a legacy that should not be tarnished. Uh, the biggest thing, though, was apparently the grip strength required to keep using it because you're having to squeeze the, the uh, tr- it's like a, a trigger handle. So you have to like squeeze it to fire, which, okay, that sounds cool. But then if you think like, am I going to play an entire HVZ, like day long HVZ, continually just like pumping my grip over and over again? No, my hand's going to die. Bro, next HVZ, um, we're at, hand me one of those and I'll run it the entire day. No, you won't. I'll do it. No, you, you'll literally give yourself carpal tunnel. You think I won't do that to prove a point? I I know you will. I don't think you this will. isn't even a hill I want to die on, and I'll prove well, the point. Well, you should tell uh, Buff Daddy to bring it to the next HVZ you both are at, because I'm sure he'll. Buff, let you if you listen it. to this, first off, hi. Second of all, bring it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the grip strength required to use it is ridiculous. The fact that it's a toy targeted to children who don't have the grip strength to actually use that—that that, it was just a mess. Um, and my number one worst, we're going all the way back to early last year, the Nerf Amban Phase Pulse Rifle from Nerf Limited, uh, the Mandalorian rifle. Oh, okay. So you're like, what the fuck is it's, that? It's, it was expensive. It, oh, it wasn't remotely screen accurate, which is one of the big awful. things. Yeah, with the Limited, they're supposed to kind of be like prop-like, like functional props. And this one just didn't. Uh, bad, so bad ergo. It was only a single shot, basically a jolt. Horrible performance, and then to top it off, that just the horrible bungling of the shipping and releasing of it. The fact that it came out at GameStop before people who had pre-ordered had theirs even shipped, and it came out cheaper. And then in the end, they released the same blaster with a slightly like with a like orange or color scheme for like half the price, and it just didn't have lights and sounds. It just smacked. It was like it was a slap in the face to everyone who pre-ordered. Um, and if that being like the inaugural Nerf Limited Blaster launch really hurt their chances for the future. So those are my worst. Now on to the happy thoughts. My best. Uh at number five, another Nerf Limited Blaster, the Needler. Um I do now, like the Needler. And now performance wise, it's it's not anything to write home oh, about. Yeah. It's like a power swarm type blaster or something 
uh, slow rate of fire, average FPS, but it looks good. And that's the whole point of the limited line is that it looks good. That they did looks a good job like, with both the Halo blasters. Yeah, it looks like the thing from the game. So kudos to them for that. Um, so uh, moving on. Number four, something I saw run at Geneva not would not have had on the list otherwise. The Nerf Fortnite Legendary Tack. That's the Mega Revolver shotgun they came out with. Uh, I saw a few of them being used at Geneva, and they actually work really well for a stock Mega Blaster. Huh. And they come with the AccuStrike Mega Darts, too. So, yeah, they were cool. Um, so, like, kudos to Nerf. When they do something right, even if it's in a line I hate, like Fortnite, I'm going to give them props. Uh, number three for me was the X-Shot Skins Menace. This is the new skins line where they have all the different you know, print uh, designs on the blasters. The Menace is the tiny, teeny, tiny baby one. Um, I love that thing. It takes half darts and full lengths without any modification. Shoots half darts at like 70, 80 FPS too. And it's like the best little like tiny pocket blaster one shot you could you know throw in a pocket for any event um i've run them in awfuls rounds at park wars and we're kind of thinking we might not even want to allow them in awfuls rounds because they're actually halfway decent for single shots um yeah i love that little thing i have like four of them now one of my favorite new blasters this year number two uh now we're going to start sounding repetitive um number two for me is the nightingale um it's ergonomically great, mechanically solid, new flywheel geometry that we're adapting into other stuff in the hobby that's really good. And it it had proprietary mags. And that's kind of why I have that and the ultra speed on my bad list. Because they both had the proprietary mags thing. But the Nightingale had a reason to do it, which was to make a comfortable grip, not just, oh, it shoots faster, haha. Um so you have a more ergonomic grip with it. And then they sold the mags. So you couldn't buy more of them. And that's a huge factor that Nerf didn't do. So even though it has the proprietary mags in of, oh, got another form factor for mags, they they supported it. Um, and then the blaster's just great otherwise. I had two uh, until I sold one to Tom. Um, <laughs> and then number one, best blaster 2022 for Alex the dart zone max tomcat um just a solid blaster high capacity great performance out of the box you can mod it to down tune it to hvz levels you can put high, higher spring loads in it to up the up the level so it's got a lot of good modability to it great ergo mine's having a little bit of issues with the drum getting jammed up a little bit but then modders have already taken care of that, which with, with mag adapters and all sorts of stuff. So ultimately, just a solid blaster. And I, I picked up three of them when Target made their oopsie sale for eight bucks. So I picked up two more. I already had one. Um, so yeah, solid blaster. And my best community blaster for the year. I'm, I mean, I feel like we're all going to say the meows are here. So I actually had a backup one just in case. So I'm going to say the Colonel Wasp 76, the AEG. Um, cool. I, well, you don't see many AEGs in the hobby, at least yet. I know there's a lot of them in the works, um, but it, it did something 
novel and not technically new, but new enough. So because of that, it was, it, it, it ticked a lot of boxes. Um, I have some gripes with it, but I've used Adams in a park war. It was fun. It's awesome. I like it performs well. So yeah, that's my list. Who's next? Uh, Adam, do you want to go next? Check, check, check. One, one, two. two. Ooh, you're doubled. Hold on. Three, four. Hey, glad, glad I did the double, the double check, check, check. Let me know. Go for it. Okay. Um. All right. So let's double check the validity here. Second here. Okay. All right. So the worst, uh, I will go from, all right, this isn't just ha Hasbro, right? This can be anything released or is it just Hasbro? Yeah, this is, this is everything. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. Yeah. First party okay. made. So not, nothing like right. 3d printed. T T Tim, you didn't go yet yet. Sorry guys. I, I came in a little late. No, okay. No, all right. Okay. Worst fifth, fifth on the worst. Uh, it's a little hard to say just one, but I'm going to say m a lot of the Elite 2.0 stuff. Um, mainly because, you know, you've got compliant springs, like not real springs in a lot of them. Just uh, solvent welded, some of them. Um, there is some exceptions to the Elite 2.0 line. Um, they just haven't been quite as modder friendly and don't seem to be, they seem to be a little bit more disposable. Uh, there seems to be some, some amount or degree of cheapening, uh, of the blasters, which is not great for the community, you know? Um, so that's my number five, number four, uh, Alex already mentioned this, but, um, I had it written down. So the pulse rifle, um, and for similar reasons, because of, uh, people paying a lot of money for the pre-order and then releasing the cheaper version. Um, and it just, well, hold, you know, or Adam, sorry. No, no, no. All right. The, all right. the, the Ambam Mandalorian. Pulse okay. Yes. Yeah. The Mandalorian pulse rifle. Um, because the alien pulse rifle is amazing. Um, so yeah, the Mandalorian pulse rifle, uh, that's my number four. Uh, the number three, I'm going to say the Mark 1.2 from Dart Zone because uh, that got a lot of hype. And when I used one at FoamCon, uh, it just wasn't great. Uh, we were getting some squibs. There was obviously the, um, the issue with the Dart feeding, um, which was like all you had to do was clip one thing and they would feed fine and then the stock was just a gigantic letdown in terms of how floppy it was and i've seen at least a picture at least one broken one as well um other than that like the blaster was so very promising like as a successor to the 1.1 1 .1. um so that was kind of a letdown number two uh and this is kind of some of these are based on my hype um for them and then them just being a letdown. So number two, I'm gonna go with the Deuce Pro. Uh, I was very hyped for the Deuce. And then after using it at FoamCon, I mean, it was comfortable, but there was, I was getting skipped cylinders all over the place. And it just, 
You had to be robotic about your movements using it. And I just can't really see it um, being... So I try to imagine blaster reliability in like an HVZ standpoint, right? So if you're carrying a deuce and you have like whatever, six shots or eight shots or whatever it is, and it's like if you're down to your last two shots and you skip that last dart, then you're tagged and you're done. Um, it's just just not good. Um, so the community's come out with, you know, lighter weight cylinders and, you know, some fixes, but I haven't seen anything that definitively fixes the cylinder indexing issue. Uh, and the number one worst flop uh, that I am not, at least as far as a nerf community goes, is I'm going to say the gel fire mythic. And I know it's a gel blaster, but due to the marketing, uh, I think they're going to pull market share from nerf, right? Um, or from darts. So the gel so fire. I'm, I'm actually willing to give those a try. Yeah. So, well, I, I don't think that one. they'll like replace anything, but I think that they no. could just be fun. Right. So, Buff had one at the hotel. And honestly, um, it was great. Like, it was great in that it was kind of fun to use. You could shoot it at stuff and it wasn't like it didn't, it didn't really hurt or anything. Um, you get a ton of ammo with it, et cetera, and so on and so forth. Um, but just with like some of like the, the gel blaster drive-bys and stuff like that, that are, you know, that were trending on like TikTok and other social media things. And like, I was in, you know, um, Dearborn and like one of our local custard places got like drive-by with like high power gel blasters and stuff. And that you could go to like Walmart and get a gel fire mythic and like what is it like ten thousand or twenty thousand rounds, and you could just like fill a five gallon bucket and hold the trigger down all day and shoot whoever or whatever you want, right? Um, it's just I think there's going to be some kind of like uh, not so savory behavior from maybe like certain rebelling high school age kids and stuff like that well, with there are already bikes. like reports of like bicycle gangs in California abusing homeless people with them. Yeah, exactly that, right? And like Mr. Beast hopping on and, you know, making his own version of it and stuff too. Like it's a huge marketing thing, but it's like, you know, it's gonna explode as far as popularity if it already hasn't done so. Um I mean I I, I think that in a hobby sense, like you could have like fun lower FPS gel, like, um, like warfare and it's like fine in somebody's backyard. Right. Um, there's environmental concerns and stuff, but we could probably have half an episode complaining about, uh, gel blasters or whatever, uh, which I'm not, I'm not really against gel blasters in terms of a hobby sense, but it's the mass market sense. Right. Um, okay, so those those are my worst. Uh, and top five. So for number five, I'm going to say the rival Fate. Uh, I'm going to say the Fate because it's been a huge win for the community because everybody's made adapters and stuff for it. Uh, it looks good. The new rival line looks really good. It's probably, like I would say, the best redesign um that we've had from hasbro in years um but i like i have two fates i have one with the france kit that i still need to install so i'm 
excited and it's versatile and it, you know, um, part of my attachment or fandom for some of these blasters is what they do for the community, right? Um, the next one is the Moto Blitz. I got a chance to use the Moto Blitz at a park war and it was fun. Uh, I only tried it for a little bit, but just having like the rough cut master key and it just seemed like a very, like a reasonable blaster. And it was like a good offering from Elite 2.0. Um, so Moto Blitz makes a list. Uh, the Mark 2.1. So out of the new Dart Zone Pro stuff, I think the Mark 2.1 was probably the best thing released um, as far as small form factor stuff goes. Uh, so that was on my least favorite. Oh, really? The 2.1? I. It feels like they're just like, hey, what if we just made the exact same blaster again? But bigger with magazines. Yeah, exactly. no, I get it. I get it. I mean, compared to the 1.2, and I, to be honest, I didn't really like the, uh, oh, what was the one with, uh, I'll find it here in a second. Just using them. Yeah, the Dictator. Like, the Dictator's cool, but, I mean, it wasn't a pro-line blaster, but I think they had it at uh, at FoamCon. That had, like, the, it was a butt-loading magazine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tom had that on his worst list, too. Yeah, the dictator. Like, all right. So comparing the two point one to the one point two in the dictator and the Deuce Pro at FoamCon, I would say the one at the two point one was the best out of like all three of those or four of those or whatever. Um, but I also I love pistols and I love plinking with pistols in my office. So that's that's one of my things. Um, number two, the Nightingale. Uh, like a lot of people say. I think the Nightingale, the Nightingale could could very well have been number one, two. So make it number one. All right, fine. Nightingale's number one. Yeah, um, he joined me. Nah, yeah, yeah. Nightingale's number one. Number two is Tomcat. So I think the Tomcat's a splendid blaster for seven dollars and fifty cents on pricing error. Um, it's also a pretty good blaster for sixty nine ninety nine retail price. Um, yeah, I mean it hits it hits hard. You can buy spare drums for it. There's three D printed mods out the wazoo for the Tomcat. Um, yeah, I mean great blaster. I have like at least one of them, probably two of them. I don't know, maybe more. Um, great loners great just all around plus you know the mods are very thick and prolific with that blaster so that's going to be a community favorite for sure uh and number one i'll i'll say the nightingale the nightingale for me the mags can have some problems because they can be a little bit picky about cleanliness and darts uh you can't just like stuff it full of cane grade af waffles and expect it to feed anything or expect it to even function in the nightingale if you do Don't, that it's going to make smoke remember yeah it's going to make beautiful beautiful billowing Turn it into a smoke machine of yeah of rubber smoke um the nightingale is amazing because it displays a new form factor like a new design styling i, I forget was it the phoenix 2.0 or the nightingale that came out first the phoenix, phoenix. 2.0 yeah, yeah, I came out first. Yeah, so like this new direction that Worker has gone, right, with these like surface model, these beautifully designed exterior sci-fi-esque blasters, great, great design. 
Um, and so the Nightingale represents the pistol form factor of that. And obviously the mods are, you know, beautiful within a community, but the form factor, the, the new format micro wheels are excellent. Uh, and I think in a lot of cases they'll end up, they could end up replacing FTW and some of the traditional, uh, micro wheel formats. Um, my Nightingale is probably one of the most accurate flywheel blasters I have. Like it's better than my FDL three. It's better than my basic, obviously depending on the range. Right. Um, and I'm, I really have not quite figured out why it's so good. Um, cause I've put the Nightingale wheels in Flycore, and it's pretty good, but I don't think it's quite as good as Nightingale. Um, and there could be a bunch of different factors. It could be dark. I don't know. There's just designer crap. Anyways, that's my top five. Tomcat, Nightingale, 2.1, Mark 2.1, Metal Blitz, and Fate. Uh, and then the bonus, Community Blasters. Oh, boy. It's, I'll be honest, it's kind of a hard choice in terms of what's actually been released this year. You can say your own blaster, it's fine. No, that's, <laughs> that's gross. Even even though Quick and Meowser have replaced most of my, pretty much everything I use for primary, because it's just, you know, you don't need anything more. Fight me. Um, let me look. I'm just looking, looking. Uh, you know, there's blasters that I like a lot. But don't maybe don't function that good. Um, the Colonel Wasp seventy six is probably. I mean, is is so Colonel Wasp? We consider community. I mean, it, yes, yes, has injection ish. molding, but it, you can only buy it from one store online, so it's community. Yeah. Well, Taobao too, probably. We can't um, buy it from Taobao. Well, okay. Man, it's tough. Yeah, the Colonel Law 76, if I had to choose like a, you know, mass, mass-ish manufactured blaster because it like works so good um, and it's just big DACA all the time and yeah. actually takes talons and like not some ridiculous like proprietary magazine. Um, you know, I've yet to so, even lay eyes on it. 76 oh really yeah well i mean you you probably saw one at FoamCon, maybe no no you didn't see one no well they had them there anyways um if i had to choose like a printed community design blaster which you guys didn't necessarily ask for i picked the colonel wasp you're fine yeah i think it's important to support like grassroots maker people um momentum isn't out yet no momentum isn't out yet <sighs> i'm trying to only say blasters that i've used oh half um, the stuff on my list i haven't used this year yeah it's just it's hard to say because like um like the winchester i think came out in 21 the Renfield came out this year, which is 
yeah, you know, F it. I'm going to say the Shellington Renfield. And that's the bolt action mag fed like fly point blaster. And I say that because they partnered with, um, so a lot of Shellington designs, Shellington slash MHP designs can be pretty finicky. Um, but once they run good, they run pretty good. But the Renfield is, they partnered with an injection molding company. And so they're, we're getting injection molded Renfields, uh, known as a Kirin, uh, this year. So it's a little, little cheat cheating. Um, but apparently the, the efficiency of the Renfield in printed form is pretty good. You can get like 250 FPS or something out of it. So, um, but yeah, I think that that in itself represents a really good step within the hobby to get in front of like Chinese makers, reverse engineering designs and injection molding them. That's it. I'm done. All right. I guess it's to me, huh? Do it. All right. So, uh, five worst uh number five the trailblazer rd8 uh this is the elite 2.0 attempt to recapture lightning in a bottle um they've tried it a few times uh with as amazing as the hammer shot is and the sweet revenge and they just haven't been able to do it the trailblazer the hammer storm it, it nothing has been as good as the original incarnations uh so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna fight you the the Fortnite six eight SH is yeah. better. It's yeah. better. Yeah. 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 We'll agree to disagree. Sorry for interrupting, but you were no, wrong. No, you're Continue. fine. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Uh number four, um it, on my list it's the ultra speed. It's more just ultra in general. Um although I'm glad I picked the speed to represent that spot, now knowing that the mags are not universal within the ultra system i did not realize that um i picked that one because it is a 70 dollar uh ultra blaster which is just ridiculous um you know stop stop trying to make fetch happen nerf <laughs> uh i got it i got you number three uh i put the mark to uh 1.2 um it, they were so anxious to get out another like top tier caliber primary spring powered blaster for the pro tour that they just didn't put enough time and effort into making this thing actually function properly to the point where they were actually like pulling them out of service during the tournament. Uh, just now nah. I'll stick to my 1.0. Uh, number two, uh, Max Dictator. Um, from what I understand, the ergonomics on this thing are actually pretty nice, but having to, and, and me, ha someone who has short arms, having to, um, completely take the blaster out of my firing position to draw the mag out of the stock and then put another doubled mag in. Um, it just, yeah, this was definitely a, uh, novelty fashion over function. And then the number one worst, um, we've already heard all about at the Ambam, uh, phase pulse blaster. Uh, I actually did have the opportunity to handle one of these, uh, in person. A friend of mine is a huge star Wars nerd 
and uh, got the special edition one, only to have a very slightly color-swapped one appear on shelves for a lot less. Um, But, I mean, it is a huge, huge chunk of plastic for a single-shot blaster, and it's like a three-step process to load it. Um, So that was hands down the number one worst on my list. So... Uh, moving over to the best, um, number five, uh, is an X shot skin. Uh, it's the flux. Uh, I love the, the recoil on it and it's just a fun little blaster to plank around with. Plus you can actually get the zombie stomper skin on this one. Uh, number four is the fate. Um, like Adam was talking about, there's a ton of community supported kits for it. Um, hits like a truck and it's uh, very small and sleek. Uh, form factor uh number three uh the m41a pulse blaster um this is the exact opposite of the amban pulse rifle uh hasbro knocked out of the park with this one from having the dual fire mode you know utilizing the mega uh, on the master keyed shotgun um to the uh, ammo counter that actually resets to its previous setting uh, when you pull the mag out and put it back in. Um, and the fact that it is a one-to-one size replica, um, it it's great. Uh, the only thing I wish is that the mags were not um, uh, unique in how they clip in. Um, but from what I understand, with a little bit of tinkering, you can get normal mags to, to work in it. Uh, number two, I'll give the Nightingale. Uh, the only reason it's not number one on my list is because it is a proprietary mag system. I'm a huge proponent of, um, your mags being universal in your kit, uh, as I've talked about, uh, countless times. Um, if the mag was more reliable, um, and they had more, uh, I guess blaster support. So I guess ultimately if the Phoenix 2.0 took the slim angled talons and they fed more reliably uh, than what we've seen, um, it probably would have made number one. Um, but the fact that it's the only blaster right now that worker has uh, put out uh, that takes those new slim angled talons and that slangles uh, as we've dubbed them uh, and the fact that they do have feeding issues, uh, especially with less than fresh darts, uh, knocked it down a notch to number two, uh, which leaves number one for the dart zone max Tomcat. Um, you know, setting aside the fact that um, many of us got them for uh, dirt cheap on Black Friday, um, the fact that you can throw a uh, Centurion spring or a 788 spring into it, knock it down to HVZ levels and walk onto the field with 40 darts loaded and ready to go is, uh, just, um, it's stellar. 50 darts. Thank you. 50. Yeah. The Tomahawk's 40. Tomahawk 60. What the hell's 40 then? Oh, Busby super drum. No, the, the, the Dart Zone Superdrum, the the Magnum. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, fifty darts. Um, so yeah, that definitely made it number one. 
uh, on my list. Uh, I still need to put a 788 into mine, um, but um, it is one that I definitely plan on running for around at Z13 at some point. Uh, as far as my uh, shout out for community best, I have to go with the Mighty Mama. That one is definitely top on my list of um, things to acquire. You know, the Proud Papa was great, uh, and the fact that I could put a Mega on there, um, but upgrading to a Mighty Mama so I can use Mega XL um, is high on my priority list, especially since our new uh, HVZ Playground likes to do. Uh, ammo uh, caliber uh, categories. Yeah, Mega XL is just becoming more useful than carrying Mega. And that being said, we did not get any new Mega XL blasters this year. No, my concern is that uh. it's a it's a one shot that they did it once and then they're gonna be like, okay, never again. And that concerns me for the ammo. Hopefully we'll, we'll see. hopefully we'll see Mega XL ammo start coming out of Worker or other third party um, companies out overseas. Has anyone figured out if there's an easy way to home make them? It it's the heads that would be the issue. Just put PBs in hot glue. <laughs> Maybe some thumbtacks. A lot of TPU brain says. Not a serious full line, but uh, I still wish they would give it a little bit more support. Like I really would have liked it if the uh, the pulse blaster, the the aliens pulse blaster, had used that instead of Omega. But uh, that would have probably chunked up the uh, the front barrel quite a bit. It just seems like they they've had plenty of opportunity to use it, and they just haven't. Yeah, I I think we're going to see more Mega XL. Um... I think COVID really screwed with their production timelines because like hyper and that both kind of came out during that that time period. And we didn't see a new hyper blaster until just recently. And it had been out for what, a year and a half before another one came out. So like, I, I have a feeling we're going to see more. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. I think uh, the old norms of production cycles just kind of got thrown out the window the last few years. Well, fingers crossed that we do see some more or that yeah. uh, um, maybe one of the other companies, Dart Zone, Busby, Game Face, um, will mm. do something comparable. Yeah, on, honorable mention to the blaster to just by a few days could make the cut that probably would have won the try on. That, that thing's so good. Hands down. Next year, guys. Next year. Um, now, I actually have a thought experiment here. Uh, so I think every one of us picked for our top two, the Tomcat and the Nightingale, in different positions. What? Which of those do we think is Detroit Dart Talks' most recommended blaster of 2022? The oh, Tomcat. I think the Tomcat easily. Does anyone think the Nightingale over the Tomcat? I love the Nightingale, but I do have to say the Tomcat. That's Just fair. because it's it's drum fed, it's so much easier to reload on the fly. You don't need the mags. It's it's more. You, accessible. you could buy it for eight dollars at one point. <laughs> so, Brain is saying in chat he would go Nightingale over Tomcat. Think about this though, Brain. You walk. Somebody walks up and they want to join in. You can't just hand them a Nightingale and a single mag, uh, and ha- 
have them expect to be um, efficient in the game. You can hand them a Tomcat with the drum, and they are carrying the same capacity as people with a full loadout. And before Brain says to cut a hole in the top of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, Brain, I, I, do, I do agree. Like, I love the Tomcat. It was my favorite one of the year, but it it's it's easy enough to just drag and drop and throw at someone and say, hey, go do stuff. Well, yeah. I think we can. What do, you th- what do you say, Adam? Well, I I think pr- I would. Man, I I do love the Nightingale, but I would probably say uh, the Tomcat as well. Um, just because you like I, like we said, you can have all the ammo like on the blaster. You know, you if you if your friend or whoever you give it to loads an AF Pro or um, a cut waffle or whatever, it's going to feed and it's going to shoot and you're not going to smoke your nightingale, right? Like if you gave them a bunch of loaded nightingale mags and stuff like that, you know, it might be a different story. Um, But the nightingale isn't foolproof. And while the Tomcat could skip, it's possible. um, You do have redundancy because you do have two rows of darts on the drum. Um, so for that reason, I would probably say Tomcat. Hey, so you, you heard it here, folks, the, the dart zone, Max Tomcat is the Detroit dart talk recommended blaster, most recommended blaster of 2022. Plus you can get an Acunub on it. Check that out. That's Uh, all right. Should uh, we got shout outs? Did we want to do a question from? Oh, that's right. I asked Link? our Patreons to vote, and then we skipped right past that. So let me go. Well, we were waiting on Adam. We didn't want. Oh, that's true. Answer. Yeah. All right. So we asked for Voltron emojis. Um, we had one vote for how much spam could a spam 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 if a spam could spam spam. <laughs> Um, we had one vote for what's the rarest blaster you've modded or torn apart for the sake of a mod. Uh, we have, I'm just scrolling up to see if I'm missing any, doesn't look like it. Um, what is your favorite blaster motive method? Oh, like flywheels, HPA, LPA, Springer, um, but the one that does have the most votes is Tom posed the question at one point. What blasters were unassuming on release but became very popular in the hobby? Oh, I got this one right now. I already I'm reading fire. your mind. What? Falcon Fire. Oh, that is not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? The Rev Reaper. Oh, no, no. That one was just funny. Realistically, Falcon Fire. Falcon Fire is a good answer. It's an amazing answer. Once uh, Gavin Fuzzy got his hands on it. Wait, is that what we're doing? Well, no. Everybody says their own. No, 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 no. I know, but is that, well, the question I, that, so that question had yeah. the most votes. So yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay. I'm I'm going to use the other low hanger. Um. When did the hammer shot come out? A long time ago. 
right? Oh yeah, like yeah. before I was in the hobby back in seventeen, it was out. I'm gonna want to look up when the hammer shot came out. Yeah, probably fifteen or sixteen. Like I, the hammer shot I carry in my loadout has been my hammer shot since day one. Like when we had my when we had Sebastian's birthday party back at the old house for Nerf. You're ready. Francis fourteen. You ready? Yeah, August fourth, twenty thirteen. The hammer shot was released. Wow. So I'm gonna say the hammer shot because at first, yeah, it's fine. But it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Because we got all the different cylinder kits. We've got different mod kits from like Radioactive. You could shoot basically any ammo out of a hammer shot you want. Um, yeah, there's uh, break action swappable cylinder kits and everything. So I, I, I got the other low hanger hammer shot. All right. I, I'm going to go, uh, some people in chat, Brandon chat's already hinting at it. I'm going to, I'm going to go for a rival and there's a lot of good options there, but I think I'm going to pick the knockout for something that was like unassuming on release because it was like a single shot. It had like 50,000 steps to actually like load and fire it. And while people liked it, they were just unsure about it. And then the modders got it. And like Meeker, you know, put, made it take, like shoot everything. Um, shot Demolisher Rocket, shot Mega XL, shot Short Darts. Uh, I think there's a Mega Cylinder for it too. Uh, so yeah, same idea as what you said. But uh, yeah, the, the Rival Knockout is my pick. Sorry, Tim. We got all the easy ones. I I got one, and I don't know that uh, anybody would have thought about this. Hit us. Lay it on us. The Strife. I guarantee... Mm-hmm. Think about it. People weren't... You know, when, when the clip system first came out, it, it wasn't widely used. I mean, people still gravitated towards Mavericks and you know, barricades and I think that the strife I think the introduction of the stampede is what sold the strife. Because the stampede was the first blaster with eighteen uh eighteen dart mags. Yeah. And you know, thinking about it, the extent to what where people have taken the strife, I think that's a good one. Like you can stick a band blasters cage in it and shoot 200 well i mean when you think about it and i've heard this analogy before and i and i hesitate to use a real steel uh analogy but the strife is the uh ar-15 of our hobby i mean there are so many different things you can do with it um you know there's so many body kits to make it look so many different ways um you know you can go uh regular flywheel cages you can go daybreaks you can go um band blasters i brushless, brushless with the ultra strife yes yeah. there, there there are brushless kits for it um there are so many things internally and externally that have been done with the strife I, there's no way that when that first hit the shelves hasbro or anybody could have had any concept of what they were giving our community 
Oh, Brain pointed out Strifles, Stravens, you know, the integrations that have been done with them too. Right. Um, it, it is it is such a mainstream blaster that I don't, don't think people realize what humble origins it had. You know, I've never run a Strife. Serious. I've, I've, I've only fired a Strife one time. And that was the one I modded for two raffles ago for Z13. And it was the test firing to make sure it worked. It was the first time I had ever fired a strife. Brain's pointing out you ran a dino strife, but that's not the same thing, Brain, because you, no, can't, throw, you can't throw a vector kit on that um, the dino strike. It. I will agree. It's a stri- it, brain, it's a strife void, and I have run multiple strife voids, but I've never actually run a strife, and I've only shot one one time. But I still agree with Tim's pick. That was a good, that was a really thoughtful one. I would not have picked a strife. It takes you a second to get to the point where you realize that it, it falls into the category, but it really does. And Brain in the chat just brought up a good point that all those other things we call strifoids now, well, there's a reason we call them strifoids. It paved the <laughs> like, way. Yeah. So good, good call. All right, now let's move on to shout-outs. Who's got All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the easy one. I'm going to shout-out to Game Face Blasters for the, the Tryon getting released. That I, had, I just got mine. Hey, hey, I take them it. after they send us free things. Well, we should, we should email them about that. Hashtag free stuff. But yeah, shout-out to them. It, it, they listened to the community. They had community members like interning and designing the blaster with them uh it's probably the most community friendly blaster i've seen as far as like features go it, it's it's exactly what people want um i'm sure there's some horrible horrible gremlin under the hood that will rear its head up in six months or something's going to go wrong but right now it's it's pretty darn close to a perfect blaster so my shout out goes to game face All right, I guess I'll go. Um, my shout out is to Alex. Um, uh, so Alex and Dan and Tom came over to my place while I was off o- over Christmas break, and we had a little mod party. Uh, but Alex uh, took extra time to sit and talk through uh, wiring up my Meowser, which is by far the most complicated wiring build I've ever done. Um, so I really appreciated uh, you taking the extra time to talk through. Um, and then I still ended up destroying a Loki. So my my Meowser will uh, be nicknamed Thanos. I love it. And you're more than welcome. Thank you for having us over. That was a fun game. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And and I guess a uh, sub thank you to uh, whoever the uh, Z13 secret council is that uh, gifted me the internals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where those came from. Some people who had parts for Meowser and, and Nightingale wheels on hand. Some mystery donor. I don't know. Tom, Adam, what you got? All right. I up. will shout out right, Armor. Uh, shut up. I'm going. You're going. Shout out Armor. Armor has. Uh, so, Armor is my secret Santa. 
and I told him that I he had sent me like a bunch of um Lotus stuff. And I told him that I no longer had my Lotus panel. So he's like, here, just give me you know like X amount of money and I'll print you off one. And then he just kept printing off more and more and more and more. And I've definitely, definitely got my money's worth. Super nice of him to do. So shout out armor. Nice. He's also a very supportive Patreon. Oh yeah. Great person. Okay. I am going outside of the hobby a little bit to someone I don't really know personally, um, but I'm going to give a shout out to um, a recently passed Ken Block because uh, I'm like a huge car guy and I've been into cars like my whole life and he's been like such a like icon, like every time a new Jim Connor or something comes out um, and he passed away in a snowmobiling accident. Um so he's like pretty much like one of the guys that started Hoonigan from what I understand. Um, so I'll give a shout out to uh, Ken Block and his family. Um, they've been a big part of my life and, uh, you know, cars and motorsports and stuff like that. So. Rip. I think that uh, brings us home. Um, so. Hope everybody had a fantastic holiday and new year. Um, by the time this episode gets out, you should have uh, already uh, been able to listen to our Secret Santa episode. Um, but there's uh, still plenty to come in the new year. So uh, for Alex, Adam, and Tom, this is Tim. We'll catch you on the next episode. My number one best blaster for 2022 is alcohol. <laughs>